What's going on, Bulls Nation? Happy Friday and welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when signing up to live your bet life. Welcome in, Bulls fans. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Across from me, my guy, Big Dave. He is on Twitter at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. And filling in for our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb, who is jetting down to Brazil today. Alexia. It is our friend and our former co-star on a little show called Bulls Outsiders. He is the one, the only. Give it up for John Savai, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Thanks on Twitter at jsavai214. Johnny, hi, buddy. Thanks for having me. What's Will doing in Brazil? He's going again. To visit his girlfriend again. This is his wow. second trip to Brazil this year. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah incredible. because his girlfriend is really cool and has some cool like fellowship down in Brazil this year doing mm-hmm. something in the field of uh, maternal medicine. Is that right, Dave? Yes, oh. yeah, exactly what it is. So she's doing that and then she's going to bring all the things that she's learned and done there back here to the States and continue that. to grow and be awesome. So, yeah. Right. So just like you and your better half, another example of just a guy who sits around talking about basketball and is with someone much, much better and out of his league. Women are better than men. I've been saying this since day one. It's not a lie. That's the it's truth. Unbelievable. <laughs> the hundred percent truth. Like far it's not, I wish it, I, I wish there was nuance. There's not. Yeah, it's not. Well, so before we get into some fun basketball talk, John, um, you have had a big couple of months. Yes. You have a baby boy, mm-hmm. John Jr., JB, whatever JB. we're calling him. Right, and yeah, how right. is it that your hair is still so perfectly clothed oh, right now? I can't imagine amazing. that you've gotten a whole lot of sleep over the last eight weeks. I haven't gotten a ton of sleep. Uh, he just came home. He was in the NICU for like six weeks. And so we, we're on week two right now. And babies babies are nuts, man. Uh, but he's, <laughs> he's really sweet. We, we're either calling him Jack, J-R-J-B. We don't, we're, we don't know what we're calling him yet. But he also – what is he going to do? Tell us. Uh, but he's been great. And he's – He's all excited about NBA offseason. He he watched a lot of summer league games, um, and he was like, oh, "Could have been better, could have been worse." But yeah, having a kid, so I'm on no sleep, and I'm loving it. So thanks for having me. If you, if you end up calling him Jr., then he's going to end up being a bad teammate who spoils a finals victory for or, Bronny Jr. someday. Well, a good teammate, but uh, but it spoils it. They love Jr. Smith, Earl, <laughs> Earl Smith the second. I I can't. Think of anyone other than Jr. Smith when I hear Jr. as yeah. like a first name slash nickname. There's a there's a you know Jr. Ewing and then the announcer for the WWE, but those are like the big Jrs right there. I think. And then yeah. wasn't there a character named Jr. Like who shot Jr. Yeah, yeah. Jr. Ewing. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. There is, and then there's also JB Bickerstaff, so you can you can have that as well. I know. I do like I do like JB and uh, but Jr. is really really. I didn't on paper I wasn't a big fan. Now I'm kind of like I kind of like it. Well, yeah. Well, I think Jr. also works because the character on the show is Dallas. Thank you. So yeah, works right there. But this kid's this kid's gonna be a Chicago fan through and through. I'll tell him Dallas sports and be like, what? Why? I've never been there. Uh, and Uncle Uncle Maddie got in his very first clothes ever. Has he? Has uh, he? Has he worn his Bulls onesies from Uncle Matt yet? Not yet. He, he's in the two percentile of weight. Okay, so they're too big for him. Which is like, what, why is it? Just say one. Be, right. Just, just round down. Who cares? Well, and I think I got like the second size up from like newborn yeah. infant because I didn't want oh, him yeah. to like have like grow out of them right away. Oh, when they said two percent, I was like, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> takes after his father. So we're thrilled. We're so excited. He he he's all he's gonna be a hoops head. He won't play baseball. That's my only rule. I'm excited. So I, I do have this question though, John. Will you watch wrestling with him? It's so interesting. So my wife said if we had a girl, they could watch wrestling because like it teaches them to stand up for themselves. But the last thing a boy needs is to resolve things with violence. <laughs> and I'm, I kind of like that logic. So we'll probably lean. That is lean hilarious. She was like, <laughs> she was like totally. She was like, it was like a feminist move if it was a woman. But if it was a guy, she was like, oh, that's that's the last thing we need. I'm like, fair. <laughs> So now, so now you're you're thrilled that you have your baby boy, but you're already thinking down the line a couple of years to be like, well, we also have to have a girl so I can keep watching yeah, wrestling. Exactly. Pass exactly. on that that obsession and that hobby to a child of mine, but it has to be a girl. One hundred percent, because we don't really like it's just hoops in our family. Really, like we don't right. have we don't follow like you know oh, Michigan State football or anything. <laughs> so like our Saturdays are free. Uh, <laughs> And so I think I think he's just gonna watch a ton of hoops, and I'm totally fine with that. Like I'm fine with that. Well, okay. so has has being a dad over the last couple of months taken away from the part of your brain that used to be reserved for just being a nut job NBA fan? I will say this: it has it in terms of like of watching games. Like watching summer league was hard, but like following off season stuff is really easy because he just sleeps and you just scroll. Like it's actually made it really great. Like it's like I, I feel like I'm so I'm never late on a Woj bomb because I'm just like sitting there holding him. And I'm like, oh, I'm, what am I doing? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they, this has been a really fun summer, like uh, in terms of what's it called? Like just news. Yeah. We crew back together. That's so nice. Yeah. What up, Larry? We don't going to be here. But John, what's the what's the coolest thing right now, though, about being a father? Oh, man. Just like, like he grows so much. Like you, you just see you see changes like he's noticing of her, your voice and like he's seeing things better. Like we just took him outside on a walk down the street, like outside. Like he spent the, the first six weeks not even seeing a window, yeah, <laughs> like right. not even knowing right. there was an outside. Uh, and he sleeps really well. And like, he just is like a nut. He's just a true, true nut. And he like, he has, when he, he smiles when he sleeps and that's really exciting. He's not mm. old enough to smile awake, which is so funny to me. Right. But when they sleep, he's like all smiling. Like there's something there. But yeah. Most, most adults just have a deadpan look or a frown yes. while they're smiling because you know, we, we have all grown up to learn that life is primarily shit, but kids are still young and innocent and happy most of the time. Yeah, but but they're discerning enough where they don't smile when they're awake to be like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to scream all day. And diapers are the worst. I, they're still the worst. Diapers like, are the worst. Yeah, yeah they're the yeah. worst. What's, so, what's but, the ratio right now of diapers done between you and Karen? We do a good job, I think. Like, yeah. uh, I think she always is going to do more because like she's – a better person but like when i'm there <laughs> we have like roles like i watch i've like we, we tag when we tag team him it's really good right a, a good tag team a good you're playing you're playing his own defense yeah yeah we play real good zone on the kid like having another one i'm like i, I don't know how they do that like <laughs> yeah it's, it's but it's it, it, it's he's such a i can't wait for you guys to meet him he's so cute Dude, yeah. i can't, can't wait. wait to meet him uh he i can't remember sometime recently you sent us a picture of, of the two of you you were holding he yeah. looks so much like you it's scary i think he is it was just that poor, poor guy hey, like, <laughs> i was but like i mean he, he doesn't have the hairdo yet but his no, face he, is he's like got, sabine he's got that beak and he's in the two percentile for white <laughs> 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 which is so i'm like just oh that's so funny oh thank you oh hey, thank you guys thank you I mean, this is this is on no yes, sleep. Hair looks amazing. <laughs> once again 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's Uncle Joey. That's that Uncle Joey yeah, right there. Truly, man. truly. This so, is so are you just taking some uh some like paternity leave right now from your job? Like are you quasi, you but I started just... a, I started a new job. I'll tell you guys offline about this new job. Uh that like I had a 9 a.m. meeting today. You know what I mean? So it's like okay. if you ever have a kid, take leave. Just take it. <laughs> Don't work. That's that would be that would be my advice. But so I'm still doing work. Uh just I, you know, I always have a couple of jobs. Uh, one, I've leave from one, working another right now. But yeah. Okay. All right. But I'll, I'll take that's guys a about flex. It. He's, cool, he's cool enough to have more than one job. Right oh now. yeah, yeah. That's how. That's that's how you know you're cool when you uh, just. Yeah. I, love, yeah. I love working. I love working. Yeah. It's fun. That's what life's about. When you die, you'll be like, oh, I could have clocked more hours. Yeah. Like I shouldn't have been with my son. I should have been. Working. Well, yeah. how, yeah. how else are you going to afford all of those diapers and no. a fresh pair of fingerless gloves? Like your budget. I gotta get yeah, baby fingerless gloves. Expanding. Oh my yeah, gosh. Does he have a pair of fingerless gloves yet? Not yet, but he's, we've got matching Luca shirts that we need to wear soon. Uh, <laughs> that my wife got us for Father's Day. It was really nice. John, <laughs> one of my favorite things that I saw when we were out in Vegas for Summer League was a woman wearing a shirt that said Hallelujah. And yeah, it was I a mean, picture of Luca going like this with a halo above his head. Cut Jason Gallagher a check. He needs to get royalties for that for that phrase. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so good. Some he's having he's having a good summer, guys. Uh, but he is hanging out with Shaq and doing all kinds of cool things. Oh, I, I was just reading about that today, man. How Shaq said basically Luca rented him out of villa. Yeah, <laughs> like a four room villa just to come and hang out with him, man. I didn't even know they were cool like that. Like, did this just something that just happened? Isn't that so funny? How of all the players, like Shaq, you know, you're like I would. They would never. What is what what, what is Shaq going to teach him? <laughs> <laughs> like post, he give him some posts because Luke is a post up guy. Maybe, so yeah. give him some post up moves and things like. That's like, not a free throw. No, not, but they're both bully ball. I guess that could be it. Like uh, that's a but, good point. Did you guys see Steph doing the SBs at all? I saw a couple of clip highlights that made their way onto Twitter, and I love he's Steph, okay. and I think he's funny in some of the commercials he does. Not a good MC. Like I, I don't yeah. think he can carry a show like that. Do you know what it is for me? I don't think yet he has fully uh, uh, perfected how to be the nice bully. And I think, like, Peyton Manning perfected it. Peyton Manning is a, can be a nice bully. He does that incredibly well. Your boy Tom Brady does that really, really well. They Being the nice guy bully. But Steph, it, it didn't work for me when I was just watching him do it and try to do it. I don't think it came off right. How do you feel, John? He's a nerd, right? He's the kid who he gets straight A's. Like, you know what I mean? Like, his dad played in the NBA. Like, I, I think that's what's hard. Like, he, and he's everywhere now. I think, like, he he did a good job of binding his time. Then there'll be five commercials in a row. There'll be a CarMax, a Subway, a Crypto one, all in a row. Yeah. And and I'm like, you can't say that you're the Boston Celtics daddy. That's not you. You know what right. I mean? Like, that's not right. you. You're, you're, like, you're like, oh, we have a quiz today. Like, you're not... You're not, it's just like, like you're be a nerd, be like over, do what uh Andy Sandberg does in roast and just be like very positive and like silly, you know? Yeah, yeah. you're not, you're yeah. not roasty, like LeBron can do that, right? Like, yes, Le, LeBron's, but like, like you can't host SNL, like Steph can't host SNL, like, Ooh. uh, you know, he's gonna though, man, I shouldn't, but he will, like, but like, I just don't think he's that level of he's just mm. a boy scout, right? Like, yeah. yeah. He's he doesn't not a, have much not more a character no. uh, or or acting chops than just being himself. And he's great yeah. himself. Like I just want to hear his like takes. Like, like, like would Kobe have done that? I wonder. No, never. Mm. 
No, um, I don't think Kobe was about the jokes. Oh, yeah, no, I, I can't see him not doing really. that. Although that one yeah. commercial where he orders 81 olives when he's sitting with Jalen Rose is like yeah. really good. iconic. It is. Uh, but, but see, that's right up the alley. He, he can be the bully. Right. <laughs> he, he can be that, he's self-aware. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Gentlemen, because I am with the two of you, I am going to uh, take a hard left here because I just saw some breaking news <gasps> that got retweeted into my feed that you two will very much care about. This was seven minutes ago. Vince McMahon. At 77, time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe. Then, now, forever, together. Hashtag WWE. Hashtag thankful. Your thoughts? Hashtag thankful. Hey, thankful. Learn how to tweet. That's insane. That's like an old person using that a hat, trying to use a hashtag. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, that's what it is. Hashtag Chicago, hashtag CTA. Like, what do you, uh, <laughs> that, that guy has, it's about to come. If he, if he's retiring, it's about it's to go down. Like, about to go down. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. it like a month or so ago that he was getting forced out or something, but and like he left, but then he came back and people were wondering if it's because there was some dirt that was about to come yeah. out or something? Oh, well, that's exactly right. That's exactly why he, the the allegation. Well, I shouldn't even say the allegation because he paid. You know, say he actually paid money to make this stuff go away, and it, and it came out uh, on him, man. And I just think it's he knows it's about to hit the fan, and he got up out of there uh, before it hit the fan. And he, I guess they had to wait till Triple H came back because you know, John is having because they announced today that Triple H is now back in charge as executive vice president, and then Vince is like, "Oh, he's back. Okay, great. All right, I'm out, guys. All right, have man. a good one." So and they, didn't, yeah. they didn't even wait a day. They didn't wait a day to announce it. Right, like, right. Like, right. That's right. the crazy part. I it's, it's bad for this carnival man. He's a carnival guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the yeah. fact that he thinks that he's retiring, he was gonna die. In, he's the guy who booked himself beating God. He beat yes, he God did. in the ring. He yes, wrestled he did. God and he won. Uh yes, man, he did, that, man. Yeah, that, that happened, man. Crazy. That happened. Man, that happened. what is it? These old rich guys, all like, all these guys are bad. It's crazy yeah. in sports. Who's the who's the best sports owner? Best sports uh, owner? Oh man, uh, Ballmer? Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that. yeah. And he's fine, right? Like he's but he's not like solving the water crisis or something, right? No, like right. he just opened up theaters. Where I mean, where's Cuban on that it's list, awesome. John? Because like uh, people all seem to enjoy Cuban for his, you know his kind of wacky personality and the fact that he's very outspoken and he's always around and he's always down to talk to the media or whoever. But then the, the Mavs recently went through their own, like, yeah, but even organizational though, behavior that got swept under the rug kind of shit like a but, few years ago. Can, but I think that was – like, it was never him. And it was, like, one guy in ticket sales who, like, was bad, right? Like, it wasn't, like, um, a Sarver situation where, like, patient zero – it was – it was like Cuban, and I think if Cuban wasn't a hands-on owner, it wouldn't have been an issue. Like any other owner would be like, I don't know about this ticket guy. <laughs> like I own the team. Why would I know about this? I hire right. people for this. Uh, so it was bad, but I think it's because he – I think he's probably a chaotic neutral. Like I don't know if he's good or bad. Uh, I think he like – he has that cost plus drugs thing that helps people. But like mm -hmm. he doesn't give any money to politics. He's the only NBA owner who doesn't give a single dollar to anyone. Which is interesting, because um, I think he's going to run. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they're all kind of. If you're if you're kind of okay, you're good, right? 
the bar's so low. It's like it's like the bar for popes. Like this pope, like talk to a woman once, and they're like best pope ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's like oh, that's all it takes to be the best pope ever. Like, okay, great. Right. Like, <laughs> whoa, I would love if I had that graded on the same rubric. Uh, do you do you do you think Mark Cuban will ever give up being owner of the Dallas Mavericks, or is this just it for him? Um, I don't. I don't think he will. Mm. But who sells? Does he who have sells? like uh, you know sons, daughters, whoever to pass it on to? He does. I think he's got daughters, okay. and I think it's like also the bulk of his wealth. Like I think that the reason they don't sell any of these owners is because like you could never get fair market value. Like mm. it's just too much money that always doubles and triples. And I don't know how, who's selling right now. It's like you know they're trying to force Jody Allen to sell the Blazers, right? And yeah. like yeah. he's like no, <laughs> and it's like in his will he wanted it to sell and she's like no thank you and so like i just think it's really it's just so much money i don't know how you ever yeah. could i do know the bronco the broncos football team uh just so and i think uh just so to the guy who one of the walmarts a god. guy who was a part of walmart so god bless it, it yeah man so it's I mean, serious but you're it, right like they usually don't would the rise dwarfs ever like i feel like the residents would never sell no no yeah, i mean <laughs> they like they it. often do in my dreams the, yeah. the very, very nice dreams where I partner with some famous, super wealthy Chicagoan mm-hmm. to go in and buy Obama. the Bulls together. That's, yeah, like Obama Michelle, or Michelle Oprah. Obama. Or, yeah. <laughs> Has to be Michelle. That would be Has such a be. baller move, pecking Michelle Obama. Or that that is a baller move. Yeah, that would be so sweet. He comes uh, in with that. He's saying no to that. Who's turning that down? I don't think that's I, I'd watch a whole a Netflix right. documentary on that. <laughs> oh my Speaking god, pairing be worse than Steve Ballmer. The that, women that are way out of the man's league. <laughs> Me and Michelle. <laughs> yeah, Michelle, let's do it. Like you can't uh, fist bump and high five Michelle in public, Matt. You can't do that. No, no, Matt. Me throwing hats across the damn court from the sideline. You can't do that stuff, man. You gotta, you gotta relax a little so bit. So I, so I can't do that. But Biden can fist bump some, like you know, Saudi oil tycoon or whatever. Yes, the president of the United States can do that. Yes, yes, he can, man. Yes. <laughs> You're saying I should run for president? <laughs> I would, I, I would vote for you. I would vote for you. I, think I would too. Dude, I, I honestly I, think you'd be good. <laughs> I would not vote for me. Are you kidding? Well, that means that that, that, that alone that makes me want to vote for you more. Well, yeah, actually, I think nice. that'd be solid, man. I really do. Yeah. I think you'd be solid president. <laughs> no nonsense. You no nonsense. Hard. You're smart. That's right. I think I would, yeah. But I, I would yeah. sign the, my first order of business would be signing an executive order that gave me, you know, ownership and control of the Chicago Bulls franchise. <laughs> and then he what gives up you? being president. <laughs> and, then, and then I resign right. the presidency. If you were GM, what would be your first move on this Bulls team? That's a good question. First move. Right now, with the team currently constructed, and like, if you don't say like trade Kobe White, because it's like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like we don't, we know oh, that. I know, uh, I know my first move. I know my very first move. I'm putting the Jordan statue back outside. It's the first thing I'm doing. That's that. the answer. That's Love the answer I'm looking first for. Thing I'm that doing. Um, number one. I keep I keep AK in place, and I tell AK, you need to go right now and convince the Joker to come here. I mm. mean. Contract be damned. Bring the Joker to Chicago. No offense, Vooch. But, like, (laughs) I thought that maybe one of the reasons that they liked Vooch is because it was sort of like he is, you know, he's not even like an 80% version of of the Joker, but they thought he could maybe serve a similar role that the Joker has been serving for that Nuggets team. A big who can stretch the floor, also score inside, and facilitate. And 
you know, one of them is a quasi, you know, sort of like sub tier all star who does that. And one of them is the two time reigning MVP. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. He's won two MVPs. It's wild. That's insane. Back he, back. Should, he should not have won the second one, but still, back it's back insane back. that he won. Oh, who did you think was time. deserving of it this past season? I don't Embiid? know. There were, I probably would have won Embiid, but there were just so many good people that, like, it wasn't a runaway. And you can't give it to a guy who's in the sixth seed, right? Like, I just think there was these argue. There was too many. You could give Tatum, like, you could give it to Embiid. You could have given it to. I think Luca deserves more than him. He had a better record. Um, he scored more. He, he, he everything but more rebounds. Uh, like I mean, these are these are facts. Steph, I think Steph deserved it more. Uh, I don't know, John. I think maybe Jaron Jackson Jr. deserved a little bit more than Luca did. I mean, he's not even the best rookie in his class. I mean, <laughs> also say that it's not just that's that not stupid thing just because Luca, because that's like an all time draft class now. Like yeah. You know, that's it's like they got Trey Young, you got Bridges, like there's so many yeah. good players. Yeah, it is. Brunson might be better. <laughs> well, so speaking of that, we have to get your thoughts on the, the Jalen Brunson ordeal before we get into some Bulls oh, thoughts. I'm so before sorry, we, Bulls fans. Before we get to Brunson, Big Dave, tell our our listeners about points bet, would you please? I sure can, and I can do that right now. And tell also, you about tell the John in case John forgot about all of the great deals that are available at Points. Oh, he's got to know this, man. He's a husband now, so gambling's a part of this. You know, you're a father. <laughs> yeah. Gambling's I, I, an issue thing now. I have kids. Yeah. I need to gamble more. Yes, that's right. He's got. He's got to get this. And the but best way to do that and support what we do here at CHGO is download that Points Bet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because if you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars. This is free money. And that's not all. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all that awesome web content. And you even get a free T-shirt of your choice from that CHGO locker. That's 2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at points bet. It is your home for live in-play betting, and it just got even better. Don't just watch the game, y'all. Bet along with it live. Is your favorite team prime for a comeback? You see an edge of the game that you're watching. You think Luca's about to go for 85 points, or maybe he goes for 77. Actually, how cool would that be if that oh. dude dropped 77 points in the game? That would be awesome. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. That is faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the Points Bet app right now and use that promo code CHGO. So, what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Because once the game starts, you don't just bet. Matt Peck, tell them what you do. You live your bet life, of course. Shout out to Rise of the Bond 3, who also had that answer in the comments. Um, and there are others. Uh, JR and uh, Stefan in the comments who are very happy to see John uh, back back in the fold. People <laughs> oh, miss you. I like what Larry, hey, Larry, <laughs> Larry Strickland said college ain't going to pay for itself, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? I don't like my kids going to college. He'll be, thus, fighting, the, he'll be fighting the climate wars. He's not going to college. Points bet. <laughs> All right. So, John, what did you make of this crazy Jalen Brunson thing where, like, clearly Ugh. there was tampering? Like, clearly. Yes. This was one of the most recent examples of, oh, everybody tampers all the time. They hired his dad. <laughs> <laughs> they hired his dad like a week before. Like it was like, it, they could have hired him last season. I'll give you, I have, I have two, two takes. 
the ultimate take is this is this is a failure on the Mavericks. If you mm. have nobody leaves in free agency anymore, this is the CBA is a, was designed so you get something like what, Lonzo was a sign and trade, Demar was a sign and trade, right? I think Caruso wasn't, but like these are rare. Where KD was a sign and trade, like there's no no one just leaves. However, however, you can't be like, oh man. It's such a bummer what happened. I, I I wanted to be in Dallas my whole career and then not even take the meeting. <laughs> and like they, they didn't even get because they could have offered more money. They always could have. Like, you know, and who knows what would have happened. Like, but they yeah. had they they and to be like, no, cancel meeting. You can't be like, ah, so heartbreaking. Uh, and be like, no, no, you you said no to them. That was your decision. And have fun being second banana to Donovan Mitchell now. Like you wanted to be the man. Y'all are gonna be so bad if you get Donovan Mitchell and you'll have to be the second banana to that guy. Man, insane. So ultimately failure on the organization. The Mavericks are terrible at this. Terrible. Mm. Like mm. so like so bad at this, it hurts in terms of mm. like anything with offseason free agency. You've got nothing. Well, you I don't get trade exception. Nothing. I remember when we were watching the 1819 season back when we were working together, and you at that point were already saying, like, oh, Luke is gonna leave. And I was like, dude, how like you need to live in the moment and enjoy this? How can you be so yeah. sure? that Luke is going to leave because as you said, CBA sets it up for, for these smaller market teams to retain their stars because they can offer them more money. And they had one of the only recent lifetime players. It's like, it was Duncan and it was Dirk who actually stayed and and Kobe. Those are the, I I think I said that also because we were still with Dirk. So Luca could theoretically still have that. And it's just like, well, sort of like a second tier player like Brunson is not going to stick around if he's going to get paid to go to a bigger market. Oh, I think he froze on you. Look at that picture. Ow! Look at that face. Look, look at that. that. Look, at, look at how into thought, it he is, though. I thought he was just being very, like, pensive and intense, <laughs> waiting to figure Yo, out how he wanted to respond to that. I love how focused he was, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was into that one, though. Right. You know, get into that. We'll, we'll get him like back He's, like, looking here. like what Professor X is, like, you know, trying to read <laughs> into people's minds. There it is. Was I frozen like this? Yeah, you yes, were you were. Frozen like this. It was fantastic. I was, that that is insane. Uh, but I, I also think we're. I'm, I'm getting Dallas fans think people stay for 21 years, you know, without agents, and it's like no, people leave. Have you seen Slovenia? It's gorgeous. Why would he stay? In, <laughs> have you been to Dallas? It's not like it categorically is an ugly city. Like uh, it, it, there's nothing. Like it's just space. Uh, like there's no Lake Michigan. There's no there's no Lakeshore Drive. There's nothing, and so. Uh, I'm just ready for it. You know, I'm preparing for myself. But who knows? They went to those cards finals, so it could be worse. Yeah. I think if they're, they have shown, though, that they're willing to give up everybody except Luca. I yeah. mean, they all showed up in his home country together. Like know, all right? of them, coach, owner, everybody showed up, equipment manager, everybody came over on that flight to make sure he's okay. So I think they're doing a great job making sure he's priority number one. But you know, teams are calling. You know, I've been doing that free agency. You know those Lakers are calling. You know those Heat are calling. No, the Heat. That's a word of it. I need I need Pat Riley to like like get dementia or something. Like I need that. <laughs> God damn. I don't need Charlie to die. In the comments believes that the the Heat are going to be the ones who end up getting Mitchell because Pat Riley. And you know, I I think that that's certainly still possible. But yeah, doesn't man. Ainge hate Riley? Like, isn't there some yes. sort of weird like yeah. they won't yeah. get like that's what I, I heard. Like one reason the Heat are not because like Ainge is just like I just don't want to deal with them. Right. Yeah, I heard yeah, that somewhere too. And there's also the whole like they've they're putting it out there that the Jazz want 
eight picks for him or seven picks for him. Eight. Yeah, the Heat don't have that. Ainge. They just don't. I love Ainge. Ainge is just a roller coaster tycoon. Like he just is like burning it down. Like he comes in and just blow trades Paul Pierce. Like that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love, gotta love it, gotta love it. Gotta like those 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 uh, picks in that massive trade that sent you know uh, Paul Pierce and KG to Brooklyn. Like set the Celtics up for this beautiful stretch of you know home drafted yeah. talent that they have right now. They got Tatum yeah. as a result, right? I think they could beat him. I think they could beat him. Here's a question for you guys. You guys have probably talked about this. I haven't listened to every episode, but I have been listening pretty regularly. Um, Thank you. Because it's just nice to hear your voices. No. What were Same. the Bulls offering that caused Minnesota to do this? Because it, Minnesota doesn't give five first rounds if they're not bidding against someone. And it had to be the Bulls, right? Yeah. A lot well, of different Bulls, people were talking about the Bulls being very involved in, in those Go Bear talks. Um, yeah, yeah. Like the most common thread line was like, well, Patrick Williams or no Patrick Williams and Minnesota yeah. certainly insisted upon Patrick Williams. But then even if the Bulls were hypothetically willing to do that, then they also could not send picks to Minnesota until uh, or, or sorry to Utah until 2025, 2027. No, I'm sorry. 2027, 2029. Oh, because we've got the second of the Vooch first rounders going to Orlando. 23 then a gap you know step and rule then 25 is the demar sign and trade that we got to send one to san antonio so the, the, the bulls picks that they have in the cupboard right now are 27 and 29 right wow yeah and i and i think that's right it just kind of came for me it just came down to patrick williams and I, i've said numerous times on the show and you probably heard it john since you listen so regularly that there's no way they would trade in Patrick Williams. No. I just didn't see you it at all. Like I mean, he's the fourth. It has to be don't trade him. Yeah, yeah. It, the only person that I was like, you know, trade him was like Kevin Durant. I'm like, oh yeah, he'll go for that. You know what I mean? They'll they'll let he can go. Like we'll pack up Patrick and his friends and and whoever else he wants to come with him to go to get Kevin Durant. But they weren't gonna do that for Rudy Gobert. Like they just weren't. But I think that they were really close. And in my head, they took that to Minnesota and told them how close they were. And Minnesota came with a sledgehammer right after that. Like, look, here, we'll give you all of this. And, you know, Danny Ainge loves picks. He showed that in Boston, man. And what he could turn, he loves some picks. So that's hard to turn down. Minnesota had the better deal. I wouldn't have given that up for Rudy Gobert, so I'm not no. mad the Bulls didn't do that trade or anything like that. But that's I wouldn't have given up two picks for Rudy Gobert. They went for it, right. The Bulls went for it. And that's why I keep trying to say the Bulls were, were trying to get better and go all in, as people keep saying. Like, they were. They tried. And – they just weren't going to give up Patrick Williams for it to do it, though. Because, I mean, if you think about this, how does this move the needle aggressively for Minnesota in the West? That's well, you have to – from if you're a Minnesota fan, you have to think of, like, a, a generation of being the worst, right? Like, like <laughs> we've only won one, one playoff – only one time, one year, you got out of the first round, ever, ever. Yeah. Like, 2004. Never got the first round. And so I think you have to kind of like, it's going to move the needle. They're going to definitely be better. They're going to be better. Denver's going to be better. Like, I think the Kings, like, I think a lot of teams are getting better. I don't know if it makes them top six, which is what you need. But I think definitely, you know, and and you think Edwards is the real deal, right? Right. Um, And maybe that's kind of what they're thinking. Like, they have Towns in his prime. Edwards is still ascending into his prime. He's not even there yet. And then you add in, a, you know, a bona fide, you know, D 
DPOY perennial kind of guy and Gobert with your other complimentary pieces to say, hey, like at least this is a move that can keep us in the picture in the West after, like you said, like they've just been irrelevant for most of their so existence. Bad. And Carlton Towns' problem didn't, was staying on the floor because he kept fouling people. So now he doesn't have to foul the guy. Like now Rudy gets it. And I feel like that was the issue in the playoffs. Do you remember him saying goodbye when they lost? Like him coming oh out goodness. and being like, and he, had, and, he, and he had like seven and six. Like it was like, <laughs> like, like Princess Diana died or something. Like it was crazy. Right, right. Like, and it's like, you had the worst series. Like you were so yes, bad. <laughs> Dude, what do you? That do you think so he'll funny. be good at the four? Do you do you like Carl? Yes, Towns he should four? be a four. He is a four. Okay. He, he is okay. an absolute four. And if he thinks he's the best shooting big man, you got to be a four. Like that's true. Uh, like I just don't think he's that guy. I just think, and I, I you know what? He's also was, never seemed very interested in doing the dirty work stuff that Gobert yes. does. Yeah. Yes, and Ru- and Rudy is it, like I do think basketball IQ wise is really good. Like I think he 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 automatically becomes one of the smartest guys on their team. Like I think he's really true. smart. Um, and I think that was him and Donovan. Like, I think he got frustrated because Donovan wasn't trying on defense and it was driving and he was always having to be the backup. Super annoying. Yeah. He was getting those fouls too because of that. You're right. Uh, John, I need your take on Andre Drummond and Goran Dragic. A lot of Bulls fans are thinking, really? What? That's it? Huh? Why? Because your team was because we need to see what this team is because it was first place team before the injuries. It's Lonzo Ball coming back is going to be if he comes back. Caruso, like so let's let's Goron. Genius move. Absolute genius. Genius he was, move. He was so good. The, the, they got swept in the playoffs, keep in mind. However, that was not a typical sweep. Like every game was kind of close except for one. You know, like it was, mm-hmm. and he was their second or third best option like not off the bench is best scoring option drummond i drummond's fine right like drummond if he he's better than tristan thompson minutes and that's kind of what you have to think of him as like the fact he's 28 is the funniest thing to me i thought he was a (laughs) hundred i thought if you would have told me he was 100 years old i'd be like yeah that seems reasonable (laughs) Like the fact that he's like 28 is like so like he's not even he's so, age, he's so young, right? Yes. He's, the, he's the age that Julia Roberts agreed to get married to Dermot Maroney in my best friend's wedding. Like he's so young, <laughs> he's 28. Uh, I think they're great, and I think we didn't make a big splash, but who made it? Like, what splash? There's no splashes anymore. Like, um, DeJounte, like Atlanta going all in and and you know, giving up some serious draft capital to pair DeJounte Murray with Trey Young. Picks. That's great. Three picks is huge. Three picks without giving out Collins is pretty awesome. I can't mm-hmm. believe they have to yeah. give out Collins. But, like, yeah, Murray would have been really great. But we have – I don't know. We have five guards. Let's run to back. Let's see what we have. Uh, the big thing was re- – your big fish is Levine. I think mm-hmm. people forget that, too. That was the big – that's a huge free agent signing. He could have gone anywhere, and he didn't. And so, I, yeah, was it flashy? No. But it, is the team better? Yes. I think – think about the minutes they're taking. Like, yes. I think Every I – I truly think, and we got Pat Williams back. Like that alone is like yeah. defensively. What he missed like seventy games last year. And he's what is he twenty? He's still twenty. Shout yeah. out to our guy Marquet. He is still twenty for another like thirty-five days. I can't get over that. When, pe- I, when people say that, I'm like, that's insane. Like, because COVID seems longer, right? So he was a he was like that 2020 COVID draft, and you're right, like, yeah. right. oh god. But yeah, I think 
What team? He's, he's younger than Io. He's like a year younger crazy. than Io. Oh, that, and Terry's such a good pickup. Like, I yeah. Think what do you think he, of Dale and Terry? I love him. And really? again, I, my Arizona buddy immediately at the draft was like, "That's the steal. He, he's awesome, and he's he's a big like uh, Arizona hoops guy." He did not text me that when Josh Green was drafted, um, and just like, and then I also think Marco, like Marco, showed that he's ready to play. Mm. Oh, like, you think so? Just to what, play from, from his summer league game to show up and like do like play a little bit. I don't think he's. I think he can. I mean, even you're scoring thirty points a game, you're like give him the ball. I feel like let him go in, especially yeah, he, if we have injuries. I mean, it's, he, it's he's summer league. Yeah, yeah but no, I mean, he, it's thirty though. Twenty right. Like, but see, but you gotta remember, like he's he's third center, so that means he literally will get a couple of minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like it won't be we're depending 15 on him or anything like that. But yeah, he he's he did enough, and I agree with that. He did enough to be like, okay, here goes a couple minutes. You know, Trouble. I think I'll give you a couple over Tony Bradley. You yes. know what I mean? Like I'll do that. So yeah, like, he get a couple minutes, and we'll see. You know what he does, and if he does well, cool. If he doesn't. Well, you know, there's a G League right there waiting on you. Yes. <laughs> you gotta so, like, improve. <laughs> play cards with the roster, like get to know each other. You know what I mean? Like I feel like let's build some of yeah. that. But I think the I think the the Bulls got better. Like and, and people are coming back from injury. I think yeah. Lonzo is the thing that I feel like is really That's weighing people is, down. And because it's it requires a starting point guard. Yeah. Just like an absolutely massive what if slash wild card slash X Factor slash variable. What is Lonzo going to look like and when will he be ready? Yeah, uh, because that, he's, he uh, is so vital to this team, which yeah. is like, you know, some might say like not ideal if Lonzo not being there is the difference between your team being the number one seed and being bounced in five out of the first round. Because mm-hmm. that seems like a crazy spread of just one, you know, not all-star, but plays great in his role role player like Lonzo. Well, yeah, it's you, you didn't have a point guard that a, a point guard after him. I think this what was the key of that, Matt, too. Like you had guys who could just fill in the role and do certain things at that position. But that's what again why Gordon Dragic is going to be so important if he's healthy out there. Because just putting in a point guard who actually knows how to run things is <laughs> very important for the Bulls. Because when they had somebody who was out there who was just running things, you saw what it looked like and it and it looked solid. So yeah, just that's why he's important to me, Gordon Dragic. Not even his scoring. Even though that's big, that he's a good three-point shooter, especially from the corners. Then he shot 35 from the right and 42 from the left. So that's important. But it's just the fact that he can actually set up the offense, put guys in position, get somebody the ball correctly, run the rotations, you know what I'm saying, and do those kind of things. Because Io is not – that's not his strength. Uh, Caruso, that's not his strength. Kobe, we know that definitely ain't his strength. So we just needed a guy that could do that and then kind of put everybody in their place. And, yeah, he could probably do that. I like this comment from Old Buckness. Shout out to him who said, remember a couple years ago when the conversation about a player's health in the offseason we were having was about Denzel. I like where the <laughs> Bulls are now. God, there's, there's some nice perspective. Yes, you know, light years. Do you know how many players that we had to watch that aren't in the league anymore? <laughs> yes. yes. But John. hey, Antonio Blakeney is about to play in Bobby Portis' charity yeah. game. Luke, Luke, Cor- Luke Cornette got re-signed by your Eastern Conference champs again. Oh, man. Freak on the lead. But, isn't that some Boston Celtic shit right there? Dude. Like, yeah. signing Luke Cornette again? I can't Cornette. believe that he was on that. And then, like, I, if it was a blowout win or a blowout loss, any time you saw Cornette check it in with, like, three minutes to go in the fourth, I was – I don't know about you guys, but I was always like, Luke! He got no, a finals yeah, buddy! He dunked in the finals. He had a breakaway dunk in a finals game. <laughs> 
And it was like a <laughs> decent dunk. And I was like, go get him, freak on a leash. Go get him. Oh, man. But, yeah, John, I, I, we try to keep that perspective for Bulls fans, too, to let them know, like, no, man, we remember what we were and what we dealt with. Because when we were doing this show, when we were doing Outsiders on that, man, that's exactly what we were. We're sitting there watching trash basketball games. I mean, it's game. so funny. And watching, and watching the team break each one of us at a particular point in time in the season. And it usually went Matt, John, and me. Yeah. And that's usually how to like, break it. I was yeah. like, game three. I was like, yeah. right. <laughs> done papa bear mama bear baby bear it truly was like it really was like, it was in that order and then like it also happened it, you could also transverse that into the game like yeah. two minutes into the game eight minutes into the game halftime like you know like, yep. it was like uh well here's a question for you guys to to spin on this what east teams got better so like i would say like the the sixers obviously got better mm-hmm. the knicks probably got better mm-hmm. Not, uh the Wizards stayed the same. Yeah, the Heat basically just the like same. kept Beal. Um, yeah. The Heat, the Heat, you could argue got worse with the absence of PJ Tucker. Yeah. Like you could actually Boston, make that 100%. argument. And, and Lowry's older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boston got better for sure. Boston, um, Boston got. Better. I want to keep talking about these East teams. Then we'll also have a similar conversation about what's going on with De- uh, John's Mavs and, and the West as far as balance of power. But first, today's episode brought to you by one of our newest sponsors here at CHGO. It's FOCO. Chicago sports Foco. fans, your home for the best Chicago sports coverage. That's us. CHGO is partnering with a leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. CHGO is teamed up with FOCO to secure your access to the best collectibles and gear around. Whether it's Bears, Cubs, Sox, Blackhawks, Bulls, FOCO will have something for you, your kid, John's gloves, John's kid's gloves. Any loved ones out there that you're looking for a great gift for. Looking to get some new gear, collectibles, or accessories? FOCO has officially licensed gear for men, women, kids, people of all ages and sizes. With everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs, their summer attire inventory is awesome. There's so many different kinds like bear swimsuits and like sandals and towels. Go stock up because it's really cool. I've already made a couple of purchases. I can't wait for them to get here. Foco has got you covered with the best Chicago merch of your favorite team. So head on over to Foco.com. That's F-O-C-O.com to use promo code C-H-G-O at checkout. And if you do that, you're going to get 10% off all non-presale items. That's promo code C-H-G-O at Foco, F-O-C-O.com. 10% off with promo code C-H-G-O. Foco. Um, Yeah, so... Do you guys see the East changing aggressively in any way as far as how after 82 games it stacked up seeding-wise and then the team that was left standing? Do you guys see Boston as the favorites to win the East again, come back in? Or does the the pieces that they've added around Harden and Embiid over in Philly, do you think that catapults them to the, you know be the favorites to claim the top seed? Do you think Miami still has a shot? Where do the Bulls fall in that picture? Uh, I think, well, to answer the last part first, I think the Bulls are like fifth, personally. I don't think they're in the top four. Um, but I do think they're fifth. And if they get in the top four, awesome. That would be great. I'll be ecstatic. Um, but as far as those teams, I mean, yeah, I mean, Boston, I think, is the easy answer here because they didn't do anything to get worse. You know, they, they just gained experience getting to a finals. 
and going against Steph Curry and what and they know what that kind of feels like. And so coming back this year, they could be more focused on that. And they got some better players around them too. Um, you know, getting getting Brock is crazy. And and then Danilo. Danilo, yes, getting those two pieces is just really, really good. <laughs> you know what I mean? For that for a team that's already really, really good. So now you've got you've added some weapons. Uh, on offense, and you still have that incredible defense that they already had. So I, I don't think they did anything to get worse. And, and yeah, it's just a mental thing with them now. So, but Philly is definitely an issue, and they're definitely going to be a problem. Uh, Embiid, we know what he is. Harden, a motivated James Harden, who feels like he's co- he's coming back to actually prove something to to people uh, this season. That could be interesting to watch. But getting PJ Tucker is a big piece, honestly. That's a big piece for them, man. It adds some real toughness for that team that uh, I think they need it. But also, what's my man name, dude? Oh, guy from Kentucky. The guy who was just killing for them. Uh, Maxie. Uh, oh, Tyrese Maxie? Thank you. Yes. Yeah. He was phenomenal basketball player, man. He is so awesome, awesome, awesome. So I think he's going to be a huge piece for them as well, man. But, but yeah, so I think those teams, um, I'll throw Miami. I'll keep Miami at probably at, you know, four three or four, because I do think losing P.J. Tucker hurts them and putting Duncan Robinson in that lineup <laughs> does yeah. kind of, yeah, there's a reason he got taken out, you know, that lineup, you know what I'm saying? But but, but the, ast- still- the asterisk here is what we were just talking about. Do they have Donovan Mitchell at the start yeah. of the season? Yeah, big asterisk, yeah. They get Mitchell, yeah, it's no question they're top three. They're they get not Mitchell. getting Mitchell. They don't have things for Mitchell. I'm so many saying, yeah. It's yeah. Pat Riley. Yeah. Never say yeah. never. He's like Emperor Palpatine, but for the NBA. Yeah, never but say not, never. With like signings, not with trades, though. Like, I feel like, it, especially with age, like him, I, I just feel like, I don't know what they have. Like, no one wants Tyler. When, when Donovan Mitchell is a Miami Heat taking the court for game one of 82, we can all revisit this conversation. The Knicks, and I'll just though, sit the here Knicks and have everything they MJ want. shrug at you. They do. And, and I, but how, how Knicks would it be to mess that up? Yeah, but it's new. Leon, it's new. It's yeah, <laughs> and I, I disagree with Al though. I don't think I don't think uh we're underestimating the Bulls, honestly. Uh I think having them at, at five, maybe a four is is pretty damn right because nobody had them at one. You know what I mean? Going into that season, nobody had them there. We thought and I plan would be good. Right, right, exactly. We would have been ecstatic with, with a with a play in, you know what I'm saying? But then it got to the point like, well, play in is unacceptable. We see what you all are. Play in is completely unacceptable for this team. Mm-hmm. So now the, the things have changed for them. So expecting a five seed from them and then saying you can get four or better, I think that's right where exactly the Bulls' uh, prediction should be. And some people might call it an overestimation of that team saying that. Saying, no, you know, they are who they were in the second half of the season. They didn't do these, this, 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 and this. But I think they're right there, man. The Bulls are really, really good. And I, and I can't wait to watch this, man, seriously. The other crazy wild card in the East is – what the hell are the Brooklyn Nets going to do? And what the hell are the Brooklyn Nets going to be? Because let's oh, all wow. recall that the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, for a while, James Harden, and some of the best role player guys in the league, Patty Mills, uh, Joe Harris, Bruce Brown, who has now departed. Uh, by the way, super low-key, amazing addition for Denver, Bruce Brown. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But Great. What John? What do you think is going to happen with Kevin Durant, with Kyrie Irving, and what do you what do you want to see happen from like okay. an entertainment perspective? You're probably over here sitting like sitting here saying like whatever you do, stay in the East. Stay if you don't want Kevin Durant to come back. I, know, Kevin, I, I don't get Kevin Durant. You have no leverage. You have four years. You don't even have a player option. You don't Not have even no an option. Balls. You don't have an option. Like 
I they're good. They're going to run it back because there's nothing that you like if I, unless I don't know why the Pelicans or the Oklahoma city thunder just don't go for it. I guess I, I don't know why they don't. Um, and I think that's why it feels like the East is kind of going to be easier than last year. Cause I think it's the nets that feel like we're such a juggernaut. They were predicted to win the finals at the end of the season, right? Like mm-hmm. at the end of this last season, they were like nets had the best Vegas odds before all of this. Um, Man, but can you imagine that team if they just never traded for Harden and they kept Jared Allen and had Spencer Dimwitty and Lavert and just like kept it? That would be like an unbelievable. That team would be really good. That'd be a dynasty team. Like, uh, and so I don't think he's going to Phoenix after this Aiton thing. I don't know how they make it happen. I don't know why he gets to call a shot. Like, you'll go where we tell you to go. You have four years. Uh, Mm -hmm. And if I'm, what's his name, who runs the, uh, the the Pelicans. What's that guy's name? I would just unload the bag, unload the bag for him, and just give him Ingram and eight picks, and see how it goes. And I so, and if so I'm the Nets, you'd send Ingram. That's I feel like that's most of what people have been talking about in trade packages. Hypothetically, for yeah. Durant and New Orleans, is, is Ingram not Zion? Oh yeah, you keep Zion for sure. Uh, and if I'm the Nets, I want Ingram over Zion, like mm. because at least I know what I'm getting, and then I still get the picks. And he's still under 24. And if you can keep Herb Jones, like, you know, like that's, you got, you got, you got a defensive wing. I just think you've never paid the luxury tax as a franchise if you're the Pelicans. So, like, you don't care about winning. Show your fans you care about winning and go get it. Cause you could totally win it with, I think, CJ, Zion, KD, and whatever. I think that's, I think it's good. I think that's a, that's good enough to get to the, a conference finals. You you think David Griffin would pull that? Pull I don't that think pull? he would. I don't think he would. And I, I, and I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's like a timeline we want, or if it's Zion has to be the man. But I don't think Zion wants to be the man. Like Zion, CJ McCollum got Zion to resign. If they don't yeah. trade for CJ McCollum, Zion doesn't get that contract. Um, I just I think that they I I, I think that I think there's I, at the end of the day I think Kevin Durant's a net, and they just run it back. And they, they they try to do midseason or do the next season. And Kyrie Irving is a basket weaver in some oh, yeah. other He's random net. country. He's a net for sure. And also, like, you're getting paid, what, $30 million? What are you doing? You're fine. Like, this is why options exist. Like, you didn't play. <laughs> if you want to show you that you can play, play a game. Like, you, you think you think Simmons is going to play for Brooklyn this year? Oh my God, I forgot that guy existed. Not about yeah. being right. They yeah. still got Ben Simmons hanging out. You morons. <laughs> morons. <laughs> like, burn it down. Like, burn it down. Brooklyn shouldn't. They should they lose the Nets name. That's a stupid name. Like, <laughs> just go by Brooklyn. Uh, like, I don't. <laughs> I don't need. I, the, this Katie thing is so weird and it hurts. It really hurts. Legacy talk is stupid, but it's super weird that he did this. Like it's and it's a bummer. Like yeah. it's such a it's such and a it's bummer. crazy that the other team that people are talking about now, after like the eight and stuff happened, is like okay, Phoenix might be off the table. Golden State, like, Miami, crazy. Maybe Pat I could pull it off. Probably not. Golden State. De- and okay, like yeah. I just saw something from Mark Stein earlier today that's like it's probably not going to happen because nobody wants that reunion. Like. There, there, there was like a report a week ago that's like the eh, Warriors baby open to that, and then what's his name Myers was just like, yeah, no, we're good. Like we, we like what we have. No. 
Bob Myers, because they love this whole, like, we're light years ahead. We've got the young and the old. So I don't think they would leverage their young because it's like something they care about so much. But yeah. if you're Kevin Durant, doesn't that kind of help you? Because you're no longer like this front runner. Like, oh, you're a warrior. Like, oh, it's your second time with a warrior. When you retire, like, the first clips will be of you as a warrior. Like, right now, mm -hmm. I still think the first clips of Durant are him as a Thunder, even though he won as yeah. a warrior. Um, I, I agree. And he can say, like, I didn't, they traded me. I didn't. I didn't sign here. Like they traded me here and I'm going to go in. Like, I just think it would really help if I'm him, I would want to go to the warriors. Cause like we would like view him better. I think cause we'd be mm -hmm. like, Oh, it, it wouldn't look like a front running chasing thing. His previous sojourn It would look like, Oh, he's just a warrior. Okay. Right. Yeah. He retired a warrior. That makes sense. What, what do you think um, about the West? Like balance of power wise, do you oh, still baby. see what, the Warriors as West the odds, is, odds on West favorites? Is back, baby, what West West took a brief hiatus last year, abolished the East. West is back. Okay, let me. They've got more talent. I can't even handle it right now. So Denver is going to be really good, right, dude? I mean, that really team good. went to the conference finals in the bubble with a healthy dude. Jamal Murray and a healthy, you know, yes. Joker, and the, and they have since added to that core while Murray has been out. Clippers. Kawhi. If if John Wall is still good at basketball, holy crap, the Clippers! If he's yeah. better than Reggie Jackson, right? Yeah. Like, hey, 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 hey. It's like <laughs> Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson appreciated. Oh, I'm a Mass fan. He, he, he's an Ish Smith All Star, dude. He kills the Mass. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> like, my guy. That's I think my guy. the Pelicans are better. Memphis is better. Like, uh, I weirdly think Dallas will still be good. Like, we lost Brunson, but we got deeper. I don't understand. Uh, because of injuries and like I think Christian Wood is going to be pretty good. Um, I just think the West. Nice. I just think the West. You got Ja. There's a lot of guys, right? Like I think there's a lot of dudes who are the best player when they step on the court in the West. Right. That like that, that they'll have that. Like unless they play against Giannis, that's it. Dude, and, and, KD. And, and the team we and nobody bring. We keep forgetting to mention, which is wild. The Lakers. <laughs> I do the Lakers, dog. Are you are you referring to last season's 11 seed? Yes, a last season's 11 seed Los Angeles Lakers. I'm just again, this is because if they're healthy, this is again based on that. And it's so, the Lakers, right? Like they'll pull off some stupid, some buyout. Will, great player will yeah, go, and like right. that's all they need, right? Like, right? Like, oh, Kyrie got bought out. Oh, he's going to the Lakers. What? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that, that is out there. Kyrie and the Lakers is still a hypothetical that could happen, according to some people. Yeah, OKC. OKC is good. They're going to be fun. Like, yeah, OKC like, will be fun. Yeah, like I just I just think it's like – I think the talent across both conferences yeah. are so high. And I think one of the reasons people are down about the Bulls is because they don't have that one guy, right? Like on mm -hmm. the court, they don't have the guy who's the best player yet, usually. Mm -hmm. But they have like two through eight, like – the ta the depth of talent I think on the Bulls is higher than most teams, and I think yeah. that, that I think that gets lost. Like but I think they saw I think they saw that last year though. We got a glimpse of actually having the best player on the floor in a yes. couple of games with Demar Derozan. So and and we saw it and we saw it a lot. So the interesting thing for me is going to be if Zach Levine can be that guy for a couple of games for the Bulls this season. Angry. That's what's going to be interesting to me to watch and see. I know he's going to be good, and I mean he was that before guy. the knee. He yeah, was the before best. the knee started bugging him, he was right there with Demar in fourth quarter scoring, and it like, should be seriously that. right there. It should leading be leading the league in fourth quarter scoring. This is true. Right who, who who has the most pressure on them? Don't you love questions like this? this <laughs> it's Zach. It's, it's definitely Zach. Zach. I think you it's just, Billy Donovan. 
Ooh. Billy. Mm. To figure out how to make that work. I, I think, I don't know if coaching is a, a strength on this team. And mm. when I look at other coaches, a Spolstra, you know, like I don't think, uh, yeah, I, I just don't know if it's, uh, uh, I don't know if he's the, if he's, I think the pressure's on him. I really do. Okay. I, I, Zach, Zach made his money. He There's absolutely truth to that. No, I mean, like, I agree that maybe the, the game to game and in game prep for this particular opponent coaching could have been better last season. I, I do believe that, and I, I think it's good. That's, that's never been one of Billy's greatest strengths, and you might yeah. even call it a weakness compared to the other things about being an NBA head coach that he's really good at. Um, but I can't believe you you think that there's no pressure on Zach. No, no, I think there the is. Pressure I, is 100% on Zach because yes. he just signed and, and this mega, yeah. you are a superstar kind of contract, and nobody saw DeMar's performance coming last season no one did. at that height. And so if DeMar's efficiency and DeMar's numbers come down a little bit this year, everybody will look around and probably be like, well, yeah, like, of course. Because what he did last year was, like, not human compared to reasonable expectations for DeMar DeRozan at age 32. Zach is still ascending, and he now is ascending on a big-ass contract he's got to deliver. DeMar was, like, holding holding it for him, keeping it warm, saying, Mm -hmm. all right, here's your crown. I'm not, I'm, I'm just whole. Uh, this is not mine and it shouldn't be like, like if, if DeMar came off the bench, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, wow. well, no, wait, what were you just saying? John? You watched what back to back? I just rewatched DeMar's back to back buzzer readers from like, oh. the, the, the New the, Year's, whatever. Uh, New Year's Eve Pacers, and New Year's yeah. Day. Just and I just, I just, was that? they're unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> they just like, you want to run through a wall after a while. I was just, I was like, yeah, I was like tired. like 3 a.m. with the kid. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, someone just retweeted it. And I was like, thank you. This is such a service. Like it's, those were so cool. Like that was, remember that feeling? Uh, yes. Dude. Yes. Do I? Oh God. So it was I, yeah, insane. He was there bulletproof. Was only the second time in NBA history that somebody had done that. And the other time it was Larry Bird. Right. <laughs> And it was the shots that he hit. Both of those shots were really, really difficult. You Dude. know what I mean? And contested three-pointers. Yeah, different kinds play. of degree of difficulty. Like the Pacers one, I think he just didn't realize how few oh, yeah. seconds were left on the clock. Clearly. And Clearly. Then he was just like, oh, fuck it. I, I got to shoot this now. And just <laughs> eased right. up prayer. And then it's okay. double teamed in the corner on the next one. <laughs> the double three. team in the corner. Threes. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. So, but I, I think there's a lot of we should be happy. We didn't, there was, we, every year, year every t- 28 teams are mad, right? Every off season. <laughs> and we we're just one of the 28, I guess. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. unless you get even, but I don't know, are Minnesota fans like thrilled about the go bear getting the big fish? I don't know. I think they are. I mean, cause they're not used to being the center of attention and they're also not used to being in the playoffs. And, and that solves two things right yeah. there. They're going to the playoffs. And by taking Gobert from Utah, that removes one of the teams that finished ahead of Minnesota in the West last season. It's true. Utah, like, Utah was the fifth seed. Yeah. That, you know, even if they don't trade Donovan Mitchell, that's not a fifth seed anymore. No, that team's trash. That team is trash. And if they Donovan, do also Donovan trade Mitchell, Mitchell trash. for sure, that's, that's, a, that's a trash team. Get rid of that guy. I don't, I don't get it. Like, we see Jim McCollum. I don't get it. I, 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 he didn't do anything in the playoffs. Nothing. Yeah, um, sadly, we are almost out of time, John. But I wanted wow. your thoughts on one more topic before we get out of here. You mentioned him earlier when we were talking about the Bulls offseason moves. And 
saying, well, you know, yeah, they were also missing Patrick Williams for, you know, basically the entire season. There, I don't know if there's a more divisive topic among Bulls fans right now as far as what Patrick Williams can be and what he needs to be this upcoming season for the Bulls to be more than a one-and-done playoff team. In your eyes, what does Patrick Williams need to be in his third NBA season for this the Bulls a to be question. a step better than what I, they were last year? I would love to hear your answers. I want to hear y'all's answers too. Like, because uh, he needs to be Patrick Williams. He needs to show up, and we need to see how Patrick Williams plays basketball. He doesn't need to be a defensive stopper. He doesn't need to be a go-to scorer, a, a Kawhi. He doesn't like the, the King. Stop naming players after other players. This it's not co, it's not cosplay. He, he let, he's Patrick Williams. Let him create his own legacy. He's not tracing art. Make him. He's making art. Like he needs to just show up. And we need so some games. If he has six points, fine. You know, like give him. He doesn't know how he fits in on this team yet. He hasn't had that, and he's been. He hasn't. COVID drafted during COVID, right? Bubble. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had any sort of normalcy or any sort of. Like, just yeah. let's see what happens. So, just no show training up. camp his rookie year after being drafted because Thank COVID, you. and then was hurt during training camp last season. Remember, he yes. had the ankle and yeah, like dude. missed all of training camp, and then just came in like in their last preseason game. He needs to he needs to realize that he's the fourth pick. That's one thing he needs to realize and assert himself. And that's it. Just like you're, oh, you're the fourth pick. Like you, you're not a scrub. Like you're not some undrafted dude. Like for, how many? Te- not many teams. Uh, college teams went after him, right? So he still probably has this mentality that like he's just happy to be here. Like you know, mm-hmm. he, he's not like he wasn't this like nationally ranked blue chip right. guy. He was, but like not compared to people in his class. Right. Just show up, man. I want to see what I want to see what Patrick Williams does. Is he a scorer? Is he a facilitator? Is he play? I don't. I don't know what he is. Is he a Swiss Army knife? I think he probably. I just want to see. Does he do? Is he Andre Karolinko? Does he do a little bit of everything? We don't know. <laughs> And I think that's what you said, John, is what I keep saying to people when they talk about Patrick Williams and what he needs to do and what he needs to prove. Nobody ever talks about what he has to do on the court. It's always mental every single time. And you just said it there, too. You know what I mean? He has to mentally do this. He has to be aggressive. Those are mental things that he's got to do to improve on the floor. So I'm not worried about his game because obviously he's got that. We've seen that. And that's why people want so much out of him because we've seen it. We're like, damn, dude, you got it. Like, okay, let's just let the mind catch up with the body. And I think that's what we're going to see this year. And, again, this is why I think Daylon Terry was so important. As mm. important as R. DeRozan is to Patrick Williams, I think Daylon Terry is just as important to him because he's going to push that dude. And he's going to get on his nerves. And they they talked about it when they uh, practiced in training camp, how him and Patrick Williams were going at it, just jawing at each other, you know what I mean, just going at it, though, and playing ball together. And Patrick was very aggressive in doing that. So I think that having a guy like Daniel Terry who's going to – be, keep them accountable hold those guys accountable even as a rookie he's going to be doing this stuff yelling at dudes talking to him getting them hyped you know what i mean doing those things patrick williams needs that kind of stuff man and yeah i think i think that's what it is when his mental catches up with the physical and i expect to see it this year i think he's going to be a beast i love it. his age right it'd be yeah. weird if he was 19 saying listen to me <laughs> that's weird <laughs> Like, I don't know. I was I was pretty opinionated at nineteen. What about you? That's true, but it's like Demar. That's like Demar Derozan's, right? Like you know, like yeah. No, other nineteen-year-old. I I think he's uh, he's spent a good portion of his summer thus far working out with Demar Derozan and and giving Demar Derozan yes sirs and no sirs. At least you know, yeah, that's what we're hearing. Yes, so I need him to get the skyline. 
That's what I need. Also, a tattoo of the Chicago skyline. Tat- Form yeah. like right here, mm-hmm. right or like three one two or something. I need, I need like a mm. Chicago tattoo. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, all speaking right. of which, how how old will JB be? JBB when he JBB. gets his first Chicago and or Bulls related tattoo. Well, again, gonna make him wait till he's eighteen. If he has his mother's body, he has a racist body. He can't ever get a tattoo. Like, <laughs> like guys with my body who have tattoos are like, oh, that's it's probably like a bad one. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like you, you rip, just rip, left rip, prison, but we're yeah, like, like welcomed into the Aryan nation, like in prison. Like, you look sick and pale. Like you can't get. You know, <laughs> He got, yeah. a, he got a Remy in higher learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, speaking of, I don't know if we've talked about this yet, even in our text thread. Uh, fucking Chris Birdman Anderson at Summer League. John, did you see what he... Dude, he I saw it amazing. live. And I just... Then I went on a deep dive. I Googled... Like, I saw it, and someone was like, what happened to him? Shake my head. And I was like, wait, what happened to him? And I thought it was a drug thing. He got catfished real bad. Like, yeah, child, really? He, yeah. he got ch- child porn catfished. Yes, and, and he was like completely, but because he was Chris Berman, people like assumed he was guilty. It, like it ruined his life, and yeah. so like I'm glad he's back. But I was like, poor Chris Berman. I never heard that story. He looks yeah, so dude. Crazy. It's a whole thing they did on Dateline about it, and it it was incredible, man. Some Canadian like, was, woman from some Canadian woman just in Canada. It, no, never leaves her house or anything. Like they went and found her. It was crazy. So in Canada, yeah. do not. Not Canada. Chris Birdman looked like Chris Birdman. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, that's a, that's what you look like. You know, like, yeah. I love that he's not, like, in a suit. Anymore. You know, he's just, like, wearing no. a, a tank he's, top. He's wearing a tank that yeah. he was bursting out of, like, Bruce Bear style. Oh, my God. And, and it's still, like, like, he looks, it's, and it's still, like, the style of the early 2000s. You know, like, it's still, like, crazy town. Like, it's, like, oh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like, like he's, dre- he's dressed like a hardy boy. Like, it's crazy. He's in crazy town. But I was like, "You're." I know you were drafted. I know you were drafted. <laughs> it's references, references like that that make us love what John Saban oh, stops by. Thank John, you, thank you so much for hanging thank out with us today on our Friday episode. Thank we appreciate guys. it. We miss you. Thank you. Follow John on Twitter at jsaban two one four for all of his NBA takes and all of his non NBA takes, which are just as good, if not oh, better. Not. Um, John, don't be a stranger. All right. Um, have, and can you back. do me? One one little favor with yes. your little baby boy. Yes. In the rotation of the nursery rhymes and whatever else you're doing when you're singing to him and trying to get him to fall asleep, just just do one rendition, one verse of only the bulls somewhere in there. I will. I will. Until he's big enough to wear the bulls onesie that Uncle Mac got for. Him. I think it's going to be soon. I definitely will. I'll give him and I, to wake him up. I sing overtime. Oh, 100 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> That's such all, an aggressive wake up song. He gets all jacked up. He gets all jacked up <laughs> on that Mountain Dew. <laughs> Don't let that baby dance in the fire, John. He's too young. <laughs> he can take you higher. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Uh, follow us on Twitter, CHO underscore Bulls. Dave's at Bow BWL Sports on Bulls underscore Peck. Shout out and thanks to our pal and our producer, Joey, working things behind the scenes on today's episode. Enjoy your weekend, Bulls Nation. Um, should be some nice weather tonight, although it looks like maybe a storm's coming in. Either way, I, I could I could do for some cool weather. It's too hot. Too damn hot. Yeah, stay in the house. Stay, stay, in, stay inside. Stay in the house. <laughs> we'll be back on Monday with another fresh podcast episode for you guys, and uh, we've got some more fun stuff planned for next week, including taking a look at some of these other teams in the East more specifically and what they did to get better this offseason. Sizing up the competition starts next week. 
for Big Dave and John and Joey Peck. See, ready, be good. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> 